0: In this episode of Crystal Uncorked, I am sharing three different manifesting stories with you. This isn't necessarily a tips or education show or episode today. This is just sharing some stories from my life that I think are pretty cool because I really do believe in manifesting. I do believe in visualizing and the power of the universe and all that woo-woo hippie stuff that we will talk about today. So let's dive in. Hello, I'm Crystal Vilkaitis. I'm a curious, wine-loving entrepreneur who loves to learn and have open and honest conversations. Join me and my amazing guests as we talk about all sorts of relatable business and life stuff. It's my goal that you'll have fun, learn something new, and get inspired. Wine is not required, but is recommended. This is Crystal Uncorked. Okay. Before I talk about my three stories of manifesting, I want to give an update. If you've been listening to the show, I did an episode a few episodes back about being indecisive and really trying to decide if we should rent our house in California or VRBO it um, because we're moving to Colorado. And uh, I'm happy to report that we made a decision. It feels really great. Everything is moving along. The universe is providing. There's a quote that says something like, once until you, or once you commit, the universe will provide. And that is how I'm feeling. And the decision I didn't even talk about on the podcast, we actually ended up selling our house. So we are in escrow right now feet are still on the ground. Things can always happen in different deals, but um, we got a strong offer and it happened fast and things are falling into place and it's all coming to life and it feels a little crazy. Um, and to be honest, like a little surreal, I kind of feel like I've been living in a dream the past week, almost maybe because things are changing and I feel like time is going by really fast. Uh, I actually took my California-based team. Uh, to Disneyland, California Adventure Park on Wednesday, a couple of days ago. And that whole day just felt like a dream. It was really weird. I felt like that no concept of like reality or time. It was just fully immersed with Mickey and friends and the magic of Disney. But, um, I just, it's, it's weird. Anyways, that's a whole separate thing. I'm getting off track. We have, we are selling and, One of my stories today is actually two of my stories is kind of connected to this whole trip with Colorado and us moving. And so, um, you know, I, I, like I said in the intro, really believe in manifesting and putting it out there. And some people don't and I, I get it. Um, everybody has their own opi- opinions and feelings and some people have done it. And so they've seen it work and they feel really excited by it and interested and want to keep going. And then some people have tried it and it hasn't worked for them. So they think it's bullshit. Um, my dad is one of those people. I feel like he Almost tries too hard though. Like he really wants something to happen. And then if it doesn't happen, you know, on his timeline, then he just thinks it doesn't work. And then he gives up all hope and faith. And so he doesn't get what he is trying to manifest. So, you know, I, there, and look, I also want to just say I am not a professional in this space. I do not teach manifestation. I have, I've done some reading. I've read a few different books on it. Um, and I've listened to people. One person I really like on Instagram is Catherine Zanchini of Manifestation Babe. And we'll link to her. I've definitely learned a lot from her. And um, another person is James Wedmore, where he talks a lot about bringing woo-woo into business. And so it's so much more than just manifestation with James. But I'll link to both of those people. And if you're wanting more resources to learn more about manifesting, you can learn from them. This episode is just to share some of my stories for maybe some inspiration and also kind of a manifestation that I am just going to share for the future. So... The first story, I will just go in order of, um, timeline. So, uh, if you know me personally, you know that I had a dog named Bruiser. He was 16 years old when he passed away. I got him when I was in high school. He was named after the dog in Legally Blonde, Bruiser Woods Vilkitis. He was a Chihuahua and he was the best damn dog ever. Like the vet, I just saw the vet recently and she's like, I was just telling everybody about Bruiser. Like she, that was his her favorite dog. Everybody just loved this little boy even though he was very much a mama's dog as chihuahuas are. He just was such a sweetheart and we were so lucky to have 16 years with him and also very lucky because he I travel or did, you know, kind of before covid, I traveled a lot for work and um he started getting sick. Like he, he only had a couple of bad months and he took some turns and had some seizures, which was really, really sucked. Hated watching him go through that. Really sad. Um, but thankfully Dustin and I were both home the night that he did pass away. And, um, we, we both kind of knew it. Like we felt it. This is going to be happening. And, um, we took him for a walk around our block. It was nighttime under the moon and just talking to him. And I, um, I talked to him a few hours before then. We we're laying on the bed. I'm like, bud, if you got to go, I, I understand. I'm going to be okay. Like I kind of felt like he needed to hear that from me. And then he had another seizure a few hours later. And so then we walked him around the block and, we're laying in bed. It's like 10 p.m. and I Parks some rec on just something funny and he um, kind of seizes again and he was just laying on my chest and he just started doing this weird ass breathing and we knew it. He's taking his last breaths and it was very emotional. I was just coaching him. It's okay, bud. It's okay. And um, Dustin was there and we're just both crying and um, he passed. So I share that because, you know, that was like so hard on us. It was our baby. We loved him. If anybody's ever lost a pet, you know how hard that is. And the home felt so empty after that. We like hated going home. It was so weird. Um, but that night, or the next day after Bruiser passed, we met up with Pauline and her boyfriend, Bird. And, um, we actually went into Kate's wine lounge, which you're gonna hear from Kate soon in, um, on the show. I have her as a guest. And, um, the four of us walk in and I told Kate my dog died, you know, and I'm crying. And she gives me a hug and she immediately pours some champagne to celebrate his life, which was really sweet. And, um, you know, we're talking for a bit there with Bird and Pauline and me and Dustin. And we start talking about Pauline's 40th birthday, which is going to Italy, you know. And I I talked about that, like, on the very first episode of the show. And all of a sudden, Dustin and I, like, kind of realized and I said, you know, we were only going to go for about a week because we have a senior dog at home. Um, Now, you know, it's like we don't have this responsibility. What if we go for longer? And uh we looked at the map or at the map, the calendar, and we're like, let's leave California. We went to Colorado for Thanksgiving and saw my family, flew to New York City for a few nights. We loved the city, hung out there, then flew from New York City to Rome and we spent a full week in Rome. We went to Abruzzo for the birthday party for a few nights. We went to Tuscany for four or five nights. We went to Florence for a week. We went to Venice. We came home, flew to New York City, drove up to Albany, spent Christmas with Dustin's family, and then flew home. So we were out for about six weeks, and we were able to just like take this epic vacation. And on that trip, there was some manifesting. Dustin definitely created some things and projects that he's building now through that trip, and um, and one of mine is was a, a house, but I'll get to that in a second. So. One night, Dustin and I are in Florence, Italy, and uh, we are feeling ready to have another dog. Like, it's time, we want to go home, and we want to get another dog. And so we were having lots of wine at this restaurant in Florence, and we were... Um, just talking about, okay, what is our, our dog doing right now? Like, we, you know, what is its name gonna be? We always thought it would be Barry after Barry Sanders. And we always called Bruiser Pooh and we call him Pooh Barry. And so um, we're like, what if it's Barry Pooh Jr.? Um, and we just knew like we have this little boy out there waiting. It's it's Barry. But it's like a Bruiser Jr. And um we were, we were loving it, you know, like playing with the names and everything and just visualizing this dog and all of a sudden giving him some nicknames to Pooh Jr. And um I'm like, and he was born today, and I look at the calendar and it was 1212. So I'm like, oh my god, how easy we're totally gonna remember this, right? 1212, because we had a lot of wine, remember. So um, and so and by the way, I didn't even say what I'm drinking, I'm drinking water. Because I'm gonna leave after this and go pick up Pauline and we're gonna go get some wine. So I'm waiting. Uh, so no, no wine on this episode. So, um, you know, we go back to our life and, and kind of like throughout that trip, we're like, what's Pooh Berry Jr. doing right now? You know, like we're talking about him and, um, we go home and, uh, you know, a a month and a half goes by and I've just kind of been on the hunt for French bulldog. Like I've always wanted a French bulldog. I've loved the breed. I've heard great things about them, even though they do have some ailments. Um, and then one day, I find a breeder, not really a breeder. It's like an accidental. Her two French bulldogs had a litter. It wasn't like they were trying to breed these dogs um, and like this breeder. And so it was just very like mom and pop. It was her, but they were registered. They had their paperwork and they were born on 1212. So I reached out and there were five puppies and I'm looking at the pictures and I say to Dustin, oh my gosh, what if we get two, you know, like what if we have two babies instead of one? And I'm like, am I crazy? And I just leave the office. I go back to the bedroom and Dustin comes in and he says, well, I have good news and I have bad news. Um, he's like, the good news is we are, how did he word it? I have good news. I have bad news. And it's like the same thing. And he's like, the second dog's name is Florence because we were in Florence, Italy, when we were like manifesting this puppy dog of ours. And it was basically like, the bad news is we're getting two dogs, but the good news is we're getting two dogs. And her name is Florence. And so I just immediately started crying. I just bursted out crying like, Oh my God, we're going to Florence and Barry. And this is so exciting. So we went and met the doggies. We picked out our doggies and boom, all of a sudden we're driving home and I have these two tiny little puppies in my lap. And I was just like, how crazy is it that just a few months ago we were talking about this dog and its name and its birthday and just like willing this dog into the universe. And, um, and sure enough, you know, now look, this dog didn't like show up at my doorstep with its papers. It was born on 1212 and it was like a miracle. Like I still had to go out there and I did some research and I found a local breeder, um, and was able to like make that happen. I still did the work. So it's not just like you think it and then you just sit around and wait for something thing to happen. So that was the first thing that was like really cool and really special of that trip and we just love our babies. If you haven't seen them, go check out Instagram. I'm sure I've got some pictures up there that are recent. The next thing that happened is when we flew home from Italy, um, we were staying at Dustin's sister and brother-in-law's house and I woke up really early on Christmas morning at like 3:30 in the morning. Um, I was totally jet lagged and time different. So I just got up and I started sketching what our house looks like like i wanted to move i always want to move i stay in places like 2 to 4 years i like change and um i was just like really wanting a certain kind of house like what's our next house like and i shared it with dustin when he woke up and then we would go on these walks around the neighborhood and we were like okay we want a three car garage single level corner lot good yard, nice neighborhood. And we, we walked across the street where we were living and we were like, God, we just love this neighborhood. Like the streets are wider. It's, it's an upgrade. It's really nice. They're a little bit bigger lots and it's so sleepy. It's like all seniors live here. It's like where you go to retire. And we like that. Like we kind of like the sleepy, quiet stuff. Um, and so we would just like walk in this neighborhood all the time and be like, this is where we want to live. And all of a sudden we walk by this house. I'm like, I have a feeling that's getting ready to sell. It just kind of looked like it, you know? So I, I Googled or went to Zillow, the address and it said coming soon. And it was a corner lot, three car garage, single level, nice yard. We love the neighborhood. Checked all the boxes. And sure enough, like it was an escrow. It fell out. I think it was an escrow again. It fell out. Um, just the timing of everything really worked for us. We were able to get it, sell our other house in a weekend, move in here and boom. And that's where I kind of had had a hard time wanting to sell this house just because I really feel like we manifested it. It's, it has so many things that I want and that I love. And um, it was hard to like imagine not having it anymore. But I just remembered like there are and Patricia, my mentor, said this to me too. Like, there are so many houses out there. This isn't... Like, I can find another house. Like, I'll be fine. But I just... It felt really special to me, this one. And just like how I had it on paper of what it looks like and how we talked about what we want and just everything lined up. Like, don't you love when that happens, when things are in alignment? And that's when you know, like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right track. Um, I just i look for more of that in my life that alignment that flow and i think a lot of that starts with like getting really clear with what you want you know and why do you want those things why do you want those and feel it and see it and then do the work right i went home and i searched is this property available we made an offer like we didn't just sit around for this house to fall into our lap <laughs> you know um and then what's funny is my third you know story to share i have a lot of stories like this, but i um, just kind of in a theme here with Italy in-house. My third story is then we move in here and about, um, I don't know, eight months later, I journal every morning. And for a long time, I was just writing down, I think there was 12 or 13 specific things I wanted to achieve manifesting every day, writing it down. And one of those things was I want a closet that I love because I hate getting dressed and I don't love the clothes in my closet. And I have to be honest, I haven't achieved that one yet, but I haven't really tried. Like I feel like I need to hire somebody to help me. Um, but one of those things was I want a gorgeous home in Colorado because I really wanted, I was feeling kind of to go home. It would be nice to kind of have to bounce back and forth, like a long-term, you know, bounce back and forth from Colorado and California. And then the pandemic happened. And I was really feeling like I wanted this house in Colorado. I really wanted to be close to my family. We got rid of our office in California because everybody's remote. So it was like easier for me now to just go to Colorado. And so I was really feeling that like desire to want a house. And so Dustin and I were on a walk and I said, you know, the only way to really solve this is we got to get our butts in Colorado And make sure we really wanna move there. You know, like let's go look at neighborhoods. Let's feel out what's the market like. Can you find us a realtor, have him take us around? And so we did. You know, we loaded up the doggies, got in the car, drove out there in October of 2020, and um, looked at tons of places and neighborhoods and areas. And I got really clear where I don't wanna live, neighborhoods we really liked. And what's funny about what I always wrote down I want a gorgeous house in Colorado. Is we ended up buying the model home. And so some people might call a model gorgeous. And so I thought the use of the words was quite interesting. And it was such a perfect situation for us. And that's the thing. It's like, I know I want a house in Colorado that I love, um, but I don't know exactly where or when or whatever. Like, but I'm going to kind of do what I can to get that moving. And this house wasn't available to move in for 16 months. The developer needed it because it was a model home. Well, that was perfect for us because we have a home in Colorado or California. We can go home. We can, you know, really live up our time here, which I can't believe it's coming to an end. It's crazy. Um, but see our friends and just like prepare for that move. And, um, and then, you know, what's happened to us is like, we're so ready to go because we knew like we bought this house. We were really excited, but we're living up our time. And now the anticipation, like we're really excited to, you know, start this kind of new chapter and be in that house. We love the house we bought in the community, and it's kind of in the country. It feels a little slower and simpler. and it's right next to a reservoir that you can walk and kayak and paddleboard and um very just outdoorsy lots of walking trails and stuff. so we're excited. so, you know, those are just a couple of my stories from a manifesting perspective. And just what I've personally learned from myself is, like I said, you've got to just get really clear on what you want and why. And then when you can really like move into the feeling of it. And I once heard, I think from Catherine Zanquini that, um, it's not up to you on the timing. So you get clear on what and why. And then you have to almost release it and trust that it will happen. The timing is not something you can control. And that's something I think my dad tries to control. Like he wants it now. We really, and we also just have to trust it will happen. Like I just had no doubt we're going to get a dog named Barry, right? I didn't know if he'd be born on 1212 or not. That's what I threw out to the universe. I knew that we were going to one day, hopefully, get a single level, three bedroom neighborhood we love, corner lot, great yard, blah, blah, blah. That happened way quicker than I actually thought it did because I wrote all that down in December and by June we had this house. Um, so that happened faster, which was cool. Um, and then the gorgeous home in Colorado, just that whole scenario of having the rent back and it being a little bit of investment property initially, like that just felt happened really easily and great. And again, it comes back to that flow and alignment. And I think that's, that happens when, we trust it will happen. And we're just really clear on the what and the why and that we really want it. Like we're really going after the things that we do want and we know why we want those things. So that's what I've, my mini, like what I've learned from a manifesting perspective. If you have a story where you manifested something into your life, I would love to hear it. I've had long conversations with friends about manifesting and, um, and I get that not everybody's on board with it and that's okay. I'm, just definitely somebody who believes in it so that is today's episode and stay tuned we've got some really awesome guests that are coming up I always say we you know like I have this whole I don't know it's my I have some really great guests that are coming up on the uh, show in the coming weeks and mark your calendar for November 10th November 10th um, the time to be determined most likely will be a 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, because we are doing a virtual wine tasting with the Palette Club. Aubrey was a guest on the show, and we aligned a, uh, we lined up a tasting event. So we'll all taste the same. You basically buy your kit online. All have the same kit. We all have the same wine. We'll learn about what we're drinking. We'll learn about what we like out of those. So we can learn more about our own palettes. And then, of course, if you want to m- buy more of the wine that you're tasting great. Or if you just learn a little bit more about your palate and you go to your local wine shop and get some similar wines so you can continue that process. So um, November 10th, uh, mark your calendars. I'll be posting on social media and sending out via email on how to register for that event. It will be so fun. We'll be on Zoom. We'll all be on camera. I'll be able to see you uh, and hear you too. You could talk about the wine. It will just be a really fun experience. So I hope to see you there and I will see you on the next CU. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Are you on Instagram? I'd love to see pictures of you listening to the show, a screenshot of your favorite episode and or your favorite wines. Share them with me. Just follow and tag at Crystal Uncorked. I can't wait to see you there. All right. I'll see you on the next See You.